Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, this week we see Tom Hardy step right out of his comfort zone by playing a moody, tough guy loner who speaks mainly in gruff mumbles. But this time, folks, he's an MMA fighter, so it's completely different to all the other films. My name's Liam, and joining me through the powers of the internet is the never-gruff Tobias. Yo, yo, yo! Yo, yo, yo! Yo, yo, yo! Proof of never-gruff. Yeah, that'd be yo 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you descended into to chaos of madness very quickly there. I I was channeling my inner Tom Hardy. <laughs> it doesn't take much to, to, to kind of get a little bit little bit lost there, does it? No 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 no. Was that a bait? Was that a bait? That was meant to be a little bit of bait. Oh wow! I I mean I I enjoyed it, but not because it was bait. <laughs> <laughs> Because on my screen, you put your hand over your mouth and then just had a little breakdown. <laughs> if that wasn't Bane, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, yeah. we watched a film. We did. You probably want to know what it is. Go on, then. This week on the Manic Film Club, we watched Warrior. Set in the world of mixed martial arts combat, this gritty drama follows two brothers at war with each other, both with their eyes on the same prize. Starring Joel Edgerton, Tom Hardy, directed by Gavin O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's a um, film, What We Did Watch. <laughs> this is a sports film. Yes, now, it, it was. Be pointing out, originally we were meant to watch The Fighter. We were. But that's not on Netflix now. So we oh. had a quick rejig and we came so up something with something in a similarish vein. Yeah. So Obviously, the wrestler is a is a based on true story and this 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 is not. <laughs> yeah. Um so about two brothers, obviously Joel and Tom. Good old Joel and Tom. Or Tommy and Brendan. It's always nice when your actor doesn't have to have a made up name. <laughs> Tom yeah. just got to play Tommy. It's yeah, cool. Um, I know that the writers live next door to Nick Nolte and wrote the part for Nick Nolte, even though the studios didn't want him. I like to think he popped around everyone like, oh, to see if you've got enough sugar this morning, guys. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Nick, we've told you when we've got the right project, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. All right, well, I'll be back on tomorrow for the sugar check. And they're like, guys, we've just we've got to write him a roll. I Otherwise, also like, he's going to keep coming by. I also like reading. That after his first scene in the diner, they all gave him a standing ovation. Then that scene was cut. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, <laughs> brilliant. Also, I've read no trivia about this film. Uh, that was the most interesting facts. one. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, the fact it was a sports one put me I, a bit at, on edge to start with. Yeah. Um, and I did struggle. I, I did seriously struggle to get into this for a while. Um, actually, until any proper fighting kicked off, I really didn't care. Right. So, obviously, here on the film club, we assume you've seen the film. Yeah. So anything we were about to say shouldn't be a spoiler. You should have seen no, it. But spoilers anyway. <laughs> spoilers, because I'm going to jump to the end. Fair play. In my mind... I could have told you very early on that Joel's character was going to win. I think. Yes, because 
they had plot wise, even though Tom had all the emotional and skill apparently. Well, okay. Well, this this is the this is where I'm going to go with this, right? Because I I had this conversation earlier explaining to Carly what I thought of the film. Okay. Um, because we were talking about predictable endings and stuff like that, and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. And I went, it's a good thing if it's what you want and it pays off. Yeah. But for me, they made Joel very much the good guy in it. Oh, very much so. They made Tom the bad guy. And I just know that that's the way it goes. But what I would have liked in this case was whilst you had Joel pretty much from the off, not struggling, but every fight was a fight. Tom would walk into the ring, deck someone and walk out before they finished counting. And it was just like, I mean, I I like that approach because it showed the the, the pure level of just toughness. It was like, bam, out. I would have liked the idea of Tom being the mixed up one, but needing the win and actually getting the win because at the end of the day, he's better. Yeah. You know, I will 100% say logically, I see no reason that um, Joel's character should have won over Tom because actually, skill wise, we saw nothing to suggest anywhere until those last couple of fights he was capable of beating him. Yeah. And it was, is like, did Tom just lose because it was his brother? I is... think it was, the f- I'm going on the idea of the fact that the night before, his dad basically had a breakdown. Yeah. And I yeah. think in his mind that kind of had already put him on the back burner a little bit and weakened him mentally. Maybe. Plus Maybe. all the, the, the news about his, like, the truth about his like army pass had come out. Yeah. Um, I will say, because what I, like you, from the beginning, I went... They're brothers. They're both going into the same tournament. They're going to come up against each other at the end. Yeah, and obviously that was going it was a that. logical thing. About two thirds through, once the actual big tournament started, I did have a secondary option of what I thought might happen because they made it very clear that these were the two main characters, but there was a big Russian like champion who they, they who, would have to face off at some point. By the way, if you go on to IMDb, yeah. There's a lot of stuff about him. Oh, that's, there? that's where there's a lot of trivia. <laughs> right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so what I what did wonder, once they were actually underway, I wondered if what they would actually do, instead of, I thought they might avoid the predictable ending of having brother be brother, and have, because obviously Tom Hardy's character was very underdoggy, wasn't he? Like, in the sense yeah. that he, he was rough. People didn't really have any faith in him, even though he had all the skills. He was yeah. an army man, and then everyone loved him. I did wonder if, when Joel's character came up against the big Russian guy, if the Russian guy would do something and seriously damage him. Maybe even, like, accidentally kill him or something. Do you know what, in the ring? Because in well, MMA, then... that is fully possible, and Tom would, like, fully go for it. Yeah, and then it'd be like, unite Just the, the brothers because... Yeah. Because, like, no... the brothers been fatally killed or injured but no they did go for the cliche ending a little bit but yeah, i did like the with... fact that they did kind of bond a little bit and then they carried each other out of the ring yeah and obviously i mean nick nolte their their dad yeah trained one of them yeah didn't train the other one then you had um emma swan jennifer morrison um, as Joel Edgerton's wife in it, who didn't want him to do it, but obviously was there to yeah. cheer him on at the end. And everyone, basically, every character you 
knew through the film was there at the final fight. Uh, which is all classic. See, huh? I was surprised to see Jennifer Morrison appear. Were you? Just a random. I just felt like, oh, you just feel like an odd choice. Yeah, it has to play someone's wife. I think Do you know who my favourite character was? No. Principal Azito. <laughs> the guy who who was like, I, I'm, you know, you're going to be punished for this, but it's pretty cool that you're an MMA fighter. Yeah. Um, and I, I literally, because I guessed from the beginning of it that he'd be a big supporter of him by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, you know what? For the kids, I've got to be like, this is bad. You can't support the teacher who's fighting. But behind yeah. it, it's like, you go for a boy. I believed in you. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. Yeah. Every scene he was in, I was like, I really, you, I like you. Yeah. Like, yeah, when, no. like when um, Joel won his first proper match and he starts shouting to his wife through the next room, he did it. He got the tag. I was like, I yes, mean, he did. I don't know if you'd count him as the comic relief, but. I think it's kind of the closest this film had. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a funny film. No. It's. No. Um, throwing it back to a previous comment saying that actually until the fighting started I didn't really care I follow that through to the moment the film ended Yeah. when they weren't having a fight I didn't care I think I think the way they introduced any backstory to any of the characters was wishy-washy and, and almost sloppy at times okay. um, apart, I mean the army one the army storyline was actually not that bad the way they put yeah. that in I think the, the way they tackled the family history was lazy and actually, when they did yeah. do the big confrontation, it was messy. We never really fully understood what happened. It, they just had a confrontation about it. Now, do you think, though, that is messy in a... That it needed reworking, or deliberately because life is a bit messy? I hope it's the second one. I was like, well, this is what life is like. But I just generally think they would have been better not mentioning it. I think they'd have been better yeah. just saying, you know what, the brothers have fallen out for something and not I, gone into huge detail about it. I don't know, because obviously you had the, the dad who was... A, he started the film sober. Yeah. And didn't end the film sober. Oh, and I will say, him falling off the wagon was so unbelievably cliche. Oh, yeah. I mean... It, it yeah. was like, you know, he'd been shouted at He'd had he'd had his 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 feelings hurt. Ooh, boo-hoo. And then it was like, well, now I'm gonna have a full-on breakdown and be cuddled by the son who basically refuses to acknowledge me. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I think your boo-hoo there made you sound like a bit of a dick. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that because I, I think actually throughout the whole film, I hated Ignite's character. Hated him. In all fairness. I just, I just didn't think there was anything. I, they painted him out as being a terrible father from the beginning, and it didn't change. I, I am not Tom Hardy's greatest fan. I think he's overrated. I get that. Uh, Nick Nolte, have no love there. I, I didn't mind Joel Edgerton. Yeah, he, he's all right. But the film wanted you to like him. He, I mean, the thing is, from the beginning, they were like, you know, Tommy is going into it for the skill. He wants to win. Yeah. Um, but they were like, you know what? Uh, Brendan, which is Joel Weston's character, was in it for the family. He needed that money to live. Yeah, which actually is why, I mean, it would have been harsh to give it to, to to Tom Hardy's character. But then they 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 cushioned it with the fact that actually he was going to give the five million prize money to the widow of his like uh, his like friend in the army who died. But I I think they could have got I think they could have still got away with it of allowing Tom to win. Splitting like, them, yeah. Because two and a half mil 
yeah. each is a lot of money. And actually, I did, I did also wonder if they would refuse to finish the fight with each other. They'd go oh. get most of the way through it and then be you like... Mean like, Hunger Games style, we're yeah. going to... Do it yeah. together. Like, that also, at the same time, was not Tom Hardy's character. <laughs> no, no. Um, kind of steering away from the characters more for the element of it. One yeah. thing I was impressed with, this film did not shy away from actually the brutality of the fighting. Oh, no. And the actors got injured. The yeah. Actors, yeah, they actually it's... full on got injured whilst filming it. Which I, mean, I know you shouldn't want things like that. You, you, I'm glad they got injured because it shows that they actually put the work in. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, the reason I, I like those scenes is I like all the fighting stuff. I like the wrestling and I like, w, I like MMA. Um, I find MMA a little bit scary because it is hardcore. Oh, well, yeah. I, you know, I, mean, I don't want it. It's, it's not my thing. Obviously, but... it still has rules. So, you know, you're not allowed to do certain things and you control it. But it is brutal. The way they yeah. just pummel at, well, at each it's, other. It's ultimate fighting, isn't it? So Yeah. Um, uh, and I was interested in what those bits of the film, but I, di- I did struggle to care about any any of the outside stuff of that. But it was nice to see, you know, Joel Edison's wife come around to at the end and like support him ringside. She got there really quickly. And I wonder who had the kids at the drop of a hat. Because it was like, in one scene, in the same evening, she was at home watching it. And then by the end of that same evening, she was there. And I was like, you, you've got two kids to sleep in the same house. You've, and this is late evening at this point. Mm. I mean, if, also, I was, if I was a parent, you'd call in to babysit. That, I'd have been so annoyed. <laughs> it was a sort of montage scene. Oh, the really weird, yeah. Like the 80s style fade Which didn't quite, I know it's a sports film. And they like montage scenes. But it kind of came out of nowhere and it didn't really fit you know anything. Yeah. I thought the film was going in a slightly different direction for a while. Because mm. when they first brought the army element in, it, it sounded a little bit... I thought the guys who recognised him on the telly had like a vendetta against him. All right. And then one of the next scenes we see, it's Tommy jogging and then a car. You see a car following him. I then realise it's the trainer following him. To yeah. make sure he does it, but I thought he was being followed, and I thought he was going to get jumped so he couldn't compete. Mm, that would have been interesting. And actually, that would have been more interesting than the montage we got. Yeah, you know, that's the thing of how do we show a passage of time in training in this film? Well, it's a sports film. How else do you show training? But uh, yeah, if you can, if you can run up some steps, that would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as far as like actual filming and cinematography of this film goes, I mean. I wouldn't say it was an artsy film, really. There was, the shots weren't particularly clever. No, but at the same time, it wasn't quite a commercial film either. No, it did feel almost indie, kind of just like something a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah. It, it was a weird mix, wasn't it? Like, celebrity status, I mean, Tom Hardy, uh, Joe Edison, and Nick Nolte, they're big names, and Jennifer Morrison, I suppose, as well. They are big names. So this was 2011, so not quite as big. True. Now, this is true. So not, yeah, this is a while back, isn't it? This is older than yeah. I thought it was as well, yeah. I, but, you said you yeah. haven't read any trivia. Nope. I've got a trivia for you. I clicked on it and then went, no, nah, I'm not doing this. All right. Tom Hardy flew out from London, or at least England, for his audition. Okay. But decided to do a slight detour. Right. So he ended up at the front door of the director's house. 
and Skip. ended up staying for five days. <laughs> oh, friends. Yeah, but that's how you get apart, isn't it? It's is, just turn up and badger people. I mean, that's yeah. how I got to your theatre company. Yeah. <laughs> badger my way in. I'll just make you believe we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, cinematography-wise, I can't really comment massively. I mean, the way they filmed the fighting was how they filmed fighting. The cameras, they show you that there are cameras there with them. Yeah. Um. I mean, music-wise, there was a lot of music in this film because it's that kind of thing where there are entrance music and oh, it's an atmospheric and, uh, thing. Apparently, the end song was what was playing on repeat when the writer wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's just fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So well, it, I mean, it's I a can't... demand. I can't say that I really noticed anything special about the music, except for there was just general music about. Except for the two two elements, the fact that um, Joel's walk down music was classical music, because so that was his trainer's signature, because right. it showed them that fighting is more of a dance than anything. That's the classic thing. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we had the army lads singing an entry music for Tommy's final entrance. Mm. Um, but no, I can't really pick, pick out much about that. As far as um, Tom Hardy's performance goes, what would you kind of rate him as would you, when it comes to him personally? Because obviously we're not the biggest Tom Hardy fans in the world. It was all right. It wasn't terrible. It was kind of, if you were like, who should we put in this film? He would be one of the people I think of because he actually does look very MMA. He has a yeah. kind of rough around the edge. You well, kind of think he I... might kill you in a fight kind of look. Tom Hardy is one of those actors who does, to a point, transform himself. Oh, yeah, he does commit, you can tell. Yeah, but it doesn't still mean I like him. No, that's fair. I, I, mean, respect I, don't, I don't actively but... dislike him that badly. I just, I do think a lot of what he does is very similar sometimes. Some of these kind, this is the kind of feeling I get from him. Apart from things like Peaky Blinders, where he is, you know, it's more Bane, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like him in Peaky Blinders, actually. He's one of the better characters for me. Solomon. Solomon is something, it? yeah. Yeah. No, he is. He's actually a highlight in the end, isn't he? he he's definitely one of the highlights of it. Yeah. Um, I, I say I didn't like Nick Nolte's character. I don't know if that's him or if that's the character being written. I just didn't like Possibly him. Possibly a bit of both. Um, I found Joel Edgerton's character interesting, the fact that he was this, this teacher. He was basically breaking bad, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He needed the money, and meth wasn't an option. No, no not <laughs> So he was like, logically, I just happened to have the backstory information that I used to be a fighter. Yeah. And uh, even though I'm not as good as my brother, I might win the five million. Plus, so, my wife has openly told me she does not want me doing it. Yeah, which is going to drive me to do it. So, and obviously, <laughs> she's going to end up supporting me. <laughs> Well, that, but for yeah. five mil, yeah, I support him. The, the, well, the closer you get, the more yeah. supportive you become. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have to, at one point, realise I was wrong about this argument. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, acting-wise wasn't bad. Because it was a lot of just... It was the majority was just fighting. I mean, kudos to both of the main actors for going all in. Yeah, I will say their final confrontation was tense. Yeah, it was. You had, you know, Joel kind of going around going, Tommy, don't do this. You can, you can stop this. It's unnecessary. And well, then... Tom, when he basically Tommy, ripped his arm. Yeah, yeah his, his, his shoulders popped. Yeah. And you see the hardcoreness of his uh, Joel's trainer going, pop me on the shoulder. Yeah. Pop <laughs> the other shoulder. And, it, oh, it's, and he is just dragging this arm. Yeah. No, it didn't shy away from that kind of stuff. And I think that is good. Um, 
what would you say about the actual writing as a writer? What would you what yeah, do you think like, about see, the writing? I That's don't know how I would go about A, I don't really know fighting. But yeah. I've never tried to write something sporty and yeah. I guess there's cliches to it. But yeah, there are cliches to it. But you've also got that thing of people who are watching a film that is about a certain sport want to see the sport as we made that joke about High Flying Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, do you focus on, you know, rich dialogue constantly? Or do you make sure that the stuff people are there for is good quality? Because the actual fights were well done. Yeah, I would say you should get both. Yeah, you definitely need the right mix. And I think it is about the mix. Yeah. Um, you need the soap opera to the fight. It's just it's you gotta balance it. But it's just right. wrestling. <laughs> we we said it positively about the last film that we reviewed on the film club. Right. That is something that has been mess- missing a while. And I wonder if it's missing again over do I care about these characters? Yeah, I mean, the last time I I, did, I cared about the people in the last one, but this one, I fully agree. Yeah. I, I, apart from the actual fighting, I didn't care. And actually, I only liked the fighting because it was action, and I quite liked the visual side of it. Yeah. I liked how yeah, tense fair. and brutal it got. But did I care who won? No. I only cared in, I'd made my judgment. I'd gone, I I know who's going to win. Because yeah. they've been portrayed as the good guy. Yeah. And I think it's going to be that, even though... So it is unfortunate that they basically painted that. Yeah, because the other guy, the bad guy, was better. And really, yeah. kind of, from a skill point of view, should have won. I mean, the thing is, there, there are lots of cliche approaches this kind of film could take. When, yeah. it, when it's following people entering a competition, you can either go the way they did, where just follow them going through an honest thing... Then you've got the thing of you could have had them knocked out early on and having to deal with that and come back. Yeah. yeah. Or you can have the cliche thing where they're paid to lose. Someone offers oh, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone goes, I you think. know what? I'll double that money for you to lose because of betting. Yeah. Um, and I thought I thought that might come into it because the people do bet a lot at this kind of fight. But yeah. they were definitely focusing more on the sportsmanship of it. Then also when it got to the, it was outed that they were brother v brother. Yeah, that drunk. became their selling point. But then it is on the the poster of it. It's the it's you know that's where it's going. As soon as I, you introduce the fact that the both the brothers are going in that tournament, you know it has to go that way. Well, you know what? It did a better job of Batman versus Superman than Batman versus Superman. <laughs> and the thing is, both the mums do have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> So if anything, they've got more reason to not fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my main issue with this film is I didn't care enough about what was happening. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed the fights, but beyond that, I didn't really care who, who won. I didn't care if Nick Nolte had a drink. Um, you know, was it awkward seeing Tom Hardy sit behind him and give him a little cuddle? Yes, yes, it was weird. It was, actually. It was really weird, wasn't it? <laughs> it kind of undermined the character's choices. <laughs> so far the character had been like you know what I don't care about you actually what they should have done was as he was hugging him snap his neck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be like no you're not in my way yeah. the thing is up to that point they made him cold towards you know, his dad you know what I, I mean I know this was this was 2011 so it definitely wasn't but this could have easily been an origin story for Bane 
<laughs> like Joker style, put it next to the Joker film, going, this yeah. is how Bane became Bane. I think we could have had a, a signature after where he developed a, an on stage character. Yeah. He could yeah. have, like, Dr. a drink, he could have snapped his neck and be like, you have merely adopted MMA. I was born <laughs> into it, molded yeah. by it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I didn't care about it though enough in this. Shall we move on to rating? Yeah, let's rate it. simple. Right. Yeah. Here at the Manic Film Club, we don't rate these films on a sliding scale of like one out of five stars, or this is a 65% out of 100. For example, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 83%. Okay. Um, so slightly less than the last film we watched, but um, I get it. I, I don't know like nominations and awards for this one. Let me have a look. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. In fact, there's not even an awards section on their page of, on their wiki, so I, I can't imagine it's been up for much. Um, but Eight, 83%. I kind of get it because I, not to the same level as High Flying Bird, because that was very niche because of what it was. Yeah. This is more approachable because I said like, it's not a film I would have probably chosen to watch. No, no. Um, but it was, it, it was, it had interesting elements to it. Um, but we simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? A hit being, did we enjoy the film? Would we consider rewatching it? Would we tell our friends about it? And just general all-round enjoyability. And a miss is nice and simple. It's the direct opposite. So, Tobias, warrior? I... It seems unlikely. But I think I'm going to go with a soft hit. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, Just because I actually think... I might watch it again. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not going to be something I go out of my way to. But if it came on TV, I don't think I'd turn it over necessarily. That's fair. That's um, and if I I end up, I don't know why, but I always end up talking about Tom Hardy to people. He, he's, some, he's one of those actors. Yeah, because, he's quite relevant at the yeah. moment. And, you know, there is the rumour that he will be the next um, Bond or something. and all this. Very, kind of... It'll be a very different approach. Yeah. But it kind of go. If I, not as many people talk about Joel Edgerton. No. But I feel like if I was going to talk about them, this might come up. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Okay, so you're saying a soft hit. So, uh, yeah, it's not okay. exactly my film. It's not one I'd go out of my way to watch. But I would talk about it and I possibly would watch it again just to, you know. Fair enough. Okay, right. Well, I'm going to kind of jump onto the other side of the fence. And uh, for oh. me, this is a soft miss. Because did I like the fighting? Yes, I like the punching and the slapping and the hitting and the kicking. and No biting, that's not allowed. No. But as an overall film, which is, I think, the best way to judge judge it on, I don't think I enjoyed it. Because beyond the phrase I didn't care, I found it so hard to actually keep focus on the bits where there wasn't fighting going on. I, I mean, I was just sitting watching the film and I felt myself wanting to be sitting, like, flicking through TikTok instead. And I don't when we do these films. I, I, I watch them. Yeah. But I wanted to be doing other things when they were talking. To the point where there was a scene I was sending a message. I think you know, it wasn't to you, it was someone else. But I, I did then go, oh, they were talking. What did they say? I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going re- to rewind it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, fair enough. But I did enjoy the fighting and I do think they need to, they should be kind of, like, Pat on the back for the way they approached the fight because it was accurate and I do think that bit was well done. But I can't positive the film just because the fighting was good. No, okay. um, 
But I would say it's not reflection. I actually don't think any of the action was that bad. I just, for me, it's, I will never watch this film again. And in a couple of weeks, I'll forget this film exists. Oh, that is a possibility, yeah. yeah. 100%. And if I do remember it, I promise you I won't remember what it's called. <coughs> the the Warriors said it's a very different film. I already yeah. struggle. So for me, yeah. it's a hit. So for, this is a, a direct middle ground for us then. Yeah, it's maybe. This is, a soft, <laughs> this, this is the, the worst kind of egg. It's a soft centre. Oh, okay. Soft manic centre, which is not what you want. Yeah. It's not what you want. But the real question here yeah. is actually going to wait because I do need to point out that when this episode goes live, <laughs> you're about to head over to our Twitter to vote on a poll to say whether or not you thought this film was a hit or a miss. Yeah. Tobias will put the poll up. That's yeah. a lovely poll. Lovely poll. That's Love a lovely poll. poll. Yeah. Um, but that's for another podcast. Yeah. Um, so that'll be on our Twitter, which is at the manic with two N's. Very Very important. And that will be in the description down below, as well as the link to our Patreon. Exclusive. Exclusive stuff like our Discord server. Higher levels get special content. And even higher levels get even more special exclusive content. All the moresness. All the moresness of the exclusiveness. Yeah. And again, that'll be in in the description down below. But the real big question, which we're now going to focus on, is what are we going to watch next? Next time on the Manic Film Club, we will be watching Tales from Earthsea. As their world decays, an archmage guides a troubled prince with a dark side on a journey to find the source of evil and save the woman they love. Right, okay, so this is a Studio Ghibli film. It is. This is your first Studio Ghibli film, is it not? It is. Don't, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be the best thing to introduce you to Studio Ghibli because it's not one of their, like, selling films that they well, make us with. We we chose it. We did, we did. We're, but, we're dealing with it now. Because I have seen the big ones. Yeah. And it would have been better to start with something like Spirited Away. I haven't seen Princess Mononoke, but I think this one is probably more you. Yeah. What I've seen about it. Um, I like Studio Ghibli. I think you just have to embrace it and go in with an open mind because it is. It's I'm not, not against it's it. Not I mean, quite, I will say it's not it's, quite anime. It's, it's animated, just, but it's yeah. it's nearly two hours. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So. One thing that Studio Ghibli films do very well is they really do lean into the fantasy element of their films. When they do it, they really do commit. So this yeah. should be interesting and pretty at the least. All right. Cool. Okay. So. We've already said that you can get all of our socials, all of our socials in the link down below. You've now got two weeks to watch Tales of Earthsea. Yeah, you do. Uh, not Earthwind, not Earthfire. No. Just Earthsea. It's the only element here, here at this point. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else you wish to say before we, 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 we step into the ether? No, let's just step into the ether. Sounds fun. Okay, right. Well, we're going to step into the ether. Um, Tobias, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Well, that was lovely. It was like Angel Sung. I mean, they, they were singing off key, but... Well, that's what you're going to get with me, yeah. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, so, it's about to say goodbye, which leaves me to say, stay safe and stay manic.